The following views and opinions expressed on Joy Has Questions podcast are not to be confused and or affiliated with any other corporations, companies, businesses, LLCs, and any other acronym that you can possibly think of. Basically, these are my own opinions on my own platform. And now everybody, let's get on with the show. Hey, good people. It's your girl Joy Has Questions, dropping some new fire for you all to listen to for the week. Starting with, you guessed it, you better know. Today I am celebrating all that is amazing about our forefather, our ancestor, Benjamin Banneker, who was basically on so many different levels, just black excellence. He was a free African-American almanac author. He was a surveyor, a naturalist, and a farmer. Now the reason why I thought it was so important to bring him into the conversation, everybody loved talking about Queen Sugar and oh God, what did the crazy sister do? And oh, she wrote a book and blah, blah, blah. But when I think about the fundamental of the African-American community within this country. Also, when I think about us as an African diaspora, we are a culture that has always, always, always been close to the earth, literally. Um, even when I am from research that I've been doing, looking at the different inventions that we have come up with, the ways that we have shaped multiple industries and continue to do so. The basis for that is we were always in the field. We were always doing things outside or outdoors or with the land or with the earth, or just even when you date back to like Orishas and our spirituality and our belief in that spiritual plane. So it would just make sense that we also are, you know, excelling in this aspect as well, or that we have that propensity within us. Um, even though now, like, black farmers make up, like, I think less than, what, 10, 5% of the country's farming population, that's actually really fucking sad because we started off, like, literally having way, way, way more land. And then over time, you know, different generations lose interest in it, and also farming is a gamble. It is not an easy profession to be in. It's very backbreaking, backbending labor, literally. And so it's really just sad to see like how that has kind of dwindled away from us. But when we look at the benefits and the beauty of farming, it's amazing to like really look at one of the forefathers who pushed that forward. Now, Benjamin Banneker was born in Baltimore County, Maryland, to a free African-American woman and a former slave. So he had very little former education. This brother was, for the most part, self-taught. Went on to be one of the most sought-after intellectuals because the coordinates that he would use to make his astronomical calculations um, for the almanacs that he created, no one could find an error with them. Like to the point that people are like, are we sure a black person, you know, always got to question it. If it's just too good and it comes from us, like, are we sure that they did that? Yes, we're damn sure that Benjamin Banneker was that dope. Um, He was known for being part of a group led by Major Andrew Elliott that surveyed the original borders of D.C., the federal capital district of the U.S. So basically the outline of the DMV area, but more specifically District of Columbia, D.C., our federal capital was walked, surveyed, and drawn out by a black man. Come on now. Like, every time I go to Busboys and Poets now, it's going to be, I'm on my land, and you can get the hell out my face. Um, even doing more digging into his family, it was very hard to find any information on him because the day he died, mysteriously, his cabin was burned down. I don't even know what type of hatred that is. Like, you, the man ain't even 
cold yet. You out here burning his home? Good God. But a lot of his family uh, genealogical records were in there. A lot of his other like studies, um, papers that he was writing, discourses. So that was lost for future generations. But I thought it was really amazing that later uh, biographers contended that his mother was a child of Molly Welsh, a white indentured servant and an African slave maid named Banneke. So Benjamin Banneke, Banneke, I mean, that, I mean, really just makes a lot of sense. It ain't ain't like saying, you know, Marshfield and Banneke, like I can't find no parallels to that. Um, So basically what it was described was that in 1836, long after the deaths, of Molly and Benjamin, you know, other genealogists started to say that the name Banneker may have been the same origin of the town Banneka in today's Liberia. So that was also a country that was very, very heavily involved in the slave trade. And so Molly may have purchased Banneka to help establish a farm located in Elliott's Mills, Maryland, which was west of Baltimore. So it also was a matter of that um, Banneka, which would have been Benjamin Banneker's father, may have been a part of the Dogon people from that area. And what is so amazing about them is that they were known for their precise knowledge of astronomy. So here's this man who, you know, for all intents and purposes, didn't really know a lot about his history, but it's also showing that it was literally within his spirit, within his person to have these capabilities because of where he came from. So growing up, he would have had like the freedom to really, you know, just try and come into his own, teach himself um, and really develop the skills that later on in life is what he was known for. So in 1791, you know, Benjamin, he's young, he popping, he got his little, you know, colonial wig game going. He was introduced by a surveyor, Major Andrew Elliott, who was the son of Joseph Elliott and the cousin of George Elliott, basically Banneker's neighbors, um, to work with the United States Secretary of State, Thomas Jefferson, in surveying a team in western New York that had been looking for a replacement to like help figure out the boundaries for the federal district. So it was then that he decided you know, to join this excursion, if you will, and literally step-by-step help map out the boundaries for D.C. I really think it's amazing just looking over the course of his life how he was very vocal about the evils of slavery. And what I thought was the most amazing thing is literally when it came down to, you know, looking at the end of life, one of the actual written testimonies said was how he was an amazing example to his race, that they are equal to that of white people, basically, and that through his, you know, intelligence and all of his works and publishings, he was the biggest testament that slavery was, you know, complete BS. Um, Benjamin Banneker, the first time I ever heard about him was little black or little known uh, black history fact with Tom on the Tom Jordan morning show. And so I remember like having to do research on him and I just thought he was the bee's knees. Also, he looked kind of cute from his pictures. No shade. Like I was like, okay, Ben, I see you. Somebody was uh, not skipping leg day because them little rolled up pants and tights was fitting quite nicely, sir. Um, but yeah, um, all jokes aside, I really think it's important to continue to remind ourselves that we are in every fabric and fiber of this world of the American tapestry, whether people want to accept that or not, and to remind ourselves the greatness that we come from. everybody it's your girl joy has questions and you already know what time it is it's time for geeked up i have my girl here no way she codes yeah. <laughs> 
so, so happy to be talking to her. It has been quite a last couple of few weeks. Like there's been a lot of dope um, gaming related, tech related things happening for us to go up for. So girl, put me on game because you already know I'm going to get hella judgment. And Everyone's no going to be today. Today we're going to come. I had no judgment for his own. I have forgiven you for all the things you have not watched. <laughs> And we're going to let go and let God. Okay, so that's, that's just fine. what it is. So um, the topic for today, we are going to discuss kind of the black actors and actresses that are now going into major roles that were either predominantly held um, by white counterparts or were just not as big roles you know, that they weren't known before, so it must be exciting. So the first one I'm going to talk about, everybody knows this role, actually. Um, I would love to talk about Blade and how... Oh, I know, right? And how... Can we, okay, well, how do you say his name again? Mahershala Ali. Thank you. And how Mahershala Ali was casted for Blade, and I think that's a really big deal. I mean, what people don't know is when Blade first came out, that was, that was one of Marvel's um, Cinematic Studios' biggest hits. It was one of the first ones to ever come out. So it's kind of big ups to Wesley Snipes. Right. So it's kind of dope to continue that chain and see like how are they gonna revamp the story? You know, how are they gonna continue Snipes' le- legacy? Um, I think Ali is the perfect person to kind of uh, continue this legacy because yes, he is, I feel God. like he is so diverse and this is also his third Marvel project. A lot of people don't know that either. His first he was in Luke Cage on Netflix. Um, second, he played the prowler. In Into the Spider Verse, mm. even though you haven't seen that either. Okay, so um, really, who um, knew that? You're so shady. <laughs> I did. I knew. I knew. We're supposed, to be, we're supposed to be supporting the Black Arts, and that was a great movie. Okay, so let me tell you this. Number well, one, can I finish the third movie that he was in? Oh, this is gonna be his third movie, so this will be the third movie. Hey, you get to your point. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. So this is be his third Marvel project, and I think that's dope to have continued such partnership with the brand because that's a big deal. Marvel's huge. Being under Disney is huge. Yeah. Disney's making money. So that's that's bomb. I think and even just in terms of him and his accomplishments, um, even with like I guess the slight little controversy that even came up with him in Green Book, you know, he has always been to me just such a non problematic actor. Like he goes in, he acts, he loves on his wife, he, you know, kisses his baby, he minds his black ass business, and he champions for marginalized people. And he's fine. Oh, my God. The point <laughs> is, the, I'm not going to talk about some woman's husband like this. The point is, he definitely is, I think, truly black excellence. So for, there's no one else that I could possibly think of that I, like, think deserve this mantle, especially when you think about the story of Blade. Like, it's. Just like he's about to go off. Listen, first of all, I just want to say I'm a big like vampire geek. Mm. I think the only vampire chain that I was kind of like eh about was um, Twilight. I don't Underworld was mine. Underworld is my shit, bitch. Oh my god, I fucking rise love. of the lichen. I will watch. That's all I will I watch. Have to say. I will watch the whole series beginning to end like straight the all the entire time. Like, I movie love it. I love it. Will either make you have a seizure or be depressed as fuck cuz it's literally in gray or blue. Like yeah, honestly, honestly, or it pops a red. But when it's they, like the whole series they bring everything together how everything ties back together. Lucian? Listen. Lucian Thanks. my nigga. He he a bad nigga. Lucian was so gangster with it. I can't. Like I lo- I just I love movies where it's like a the villain is to is to the point like they're about their business. The action is good. I just, I just first of all love vampire movies, but Underworld, that is my favorite vampire series. I always series. loved how the vampires truly were like, boo. they were complete 
aristocratic ass. Oh, they were uppity ass bitches. They were like, I'm sorry, girl, but we drink tea <laughs> and blood. Like, okay. I don't. What's blood up? time is at 12. Like, <laughs> you were late. <laughs> like, I, I love, love that movie. But no, so getting back in terms of him carrying this, I think that's really dope. And then we, there's been a lot more revelations in terms of, you know, bomb ass actresses taking on new roles. So who's the yes, next yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. So the next one is Tiona Paris. She's um, so gorgeous. The last time I remember her, she played a role in Empire. I don't know who's seen Empire lately, but she was in Empire and she was playing a cop that actually Andre was actually like just imagining her. Like she wasn't actually real. Um, she had a really good role on there. She's been in a few other things. But what I'm really excited for is the character she's playing is named Monica Rambeau, who's the original Captain Marvel, Know Your History, in Blacks and Comics. Um, she's no longer under that name. They gave her some other bogus name. I never agree with it because I would just call her the real Captain Marvel. But she was the Captain Marvel before the white Captain Marvel. Um, and in the comics, she kind of gives up her name so that both of them can live in unison. What the fuck ever. Anyway, I'm excited because this is the first time that Monica Rambeau's story is going to be told outside of comics. Correctly. Um, this is not a movie. This will be a show. She'll be a part of the WandaVision show on Disney Plus when that drops. It's going to be a big deal. And what a lot of people don't know is they kind of set up her character um, in the Captain Marvel movie that just came out with Brie Larson. Can't stand her. Anyway, with Brie Larson that just came out, uh, there's a little black girl in there, and her name is Monica Rambeau, and it's supposed to set up for her to become this this character. And so it's kind of like, the show's going to pick up into her adult life when she's older. I'm here for this. Um, which I'm really trying to figure out because, for example, in Avengers, when Avengers came out, Monica technically would be older. Like, she would be the age to be fighting crimes. Where the fuck was she? But we ain't got to talk about it. Um, give her her own roses. No, Just I'm yeah, her I want her, her to own. do her own thing, but I want her to get a movie. Like, I want her to get a movie. Hopefully, maybe, and, you know, maybe with the, the reaction or the response, like, they can build upon that. I definitely, like, She's the original Captain Marvel. I don't know how you can't right. build this off of her. So a lot of people they just don't know that, which is frustrating. But it's, I, for example, it's like when Luke Cage kind of like ended, it really upset me because like Misty Knight on there is a really big black woman in comics as well. And I don't feel like they fully her, thought right? out her role the way it was supposed to go. And I know it ended early, but I was fighting for her. Aww. Okay. Damn. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also speaking on Captain Marvel, um, in the movie her best friend which is monica's mom mm -hmm. which they're only best friends in the movie and comics they actually don't even know each other but anyway in the movie her mom is played by lashana lynch speaking on lashana lynch and we're gonna segue a little bit outside of the marvel universe and just into a classic movie series uh lashana lynch has been casted as 007 yeah and I think it's just super Bad dope because alert. we are breaking double barriers. Not only is she a woman, but she's a black woman. And this is coming after having all of the controversy when it was rumored that Idris Elba would be 007. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like he would have killed that role. He still needs to, like, when they get tired of her, he's still going to be fine. Like, he totally will slay as 007. Yeah, I think, I think he would have been amazing. But I'm still rooting for her. I think... Because uh, Captain Marvel was like one of her break her breakout roles, so I'm really excited to see what she does as 007. She's gonna kick fucking ass. She not only is she gonna kick ass. I think it's just it's not even like it's it's something that should be this controversial mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, James Bond is a lie. The whole thing is he is just a British intelligence 
intelligence officer. That can be anybody. Just like Ariel's a mermaid. We're not going to talk about this again, but I'm just saying. You know, I... Woo, child, the ghetto. But just throwing that that's the thing there. that, like, for me, when people get, you know, I Rush Limbaugh years ago, actually, he even weighed in, and I couldn't stand that little high systolic 142 over 90. I can't stand that, man. But the point is, when he was, like, so up in arms, I just feel that, you know, traditional characters should remain traditional. I'm like, what you're actually trying to say is you don't give a fuck about anybody else being represented, having any sort of positivity, or seeing any sort of representation in their life. Just as long as you can continue to be comfortable and happy and everything revolves around you. Like... She is going to do a phenomenal job. I really want to see how they do this transition from Daniel Craig to her. But overall, I just think like it is high time and I'm all the way here for it. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, we are out here breaking barriers and I'm excited for these projects to come up. They should be releasing starting, I think, 2020 and later, maybe 2021. So it's going to be some time, but uh, super dope to see kind of where this goes and where they take their characters because I think it's going to be some next level shit. I will be sure to show you my ticket stubs for everything with the exception of the Captain Marvel TV show. But TV show? It's not a TV show. I thought it would be. No, not Captain Marvel. It's Marvel. It's called WandaVision. That's not a television? It is, but it's not. Oh, you're saying, oh, you're calling her Captain Marvel. I got it. Sorry. I was confused. I was sending me. (gasps) See? See, you You were ready to jump on me. See how we do each other? Well, anyhow, that's been enough of Geek Duff for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and we will holler at you next week. Holla. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Joy Has Questions, and I am here with one of my favorite people. She takes no mess. She is bomb. Hair is sickening. Not today. Curls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not today, but I'll take it. First off, okay, I'm just waiting for the Miel Organic sponsorship. <laughs> oh, I'm just no. so you can run me some samples, like that rosemary mint. I've heard great things. Uh, Speaking of amazing, <laughs> heard great things. Okay, miracles. I just need you to be on that 2020 box. <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna claim it now, sis. <laughs> Joy, you kill me. No, yeah. but I. My boo, Patricia White, aka with love Trish, on the show. Hi, babe. Hi, I am so so proud of you. This is crazy. Oh, thank you. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane because we were. I feel like just yesterday we were just talking about doing this. Girl, literally in the bathroom upstairs yep. on the left, going like, "Look, I don't know. All right, <laughs> right. Some gotta give. <laughs> Someone give me a name. But give if you me can a give platform. Me PR and- tips. I'll give you production. <laughs> right? Exactly. Vendors. Like, please. I mean, how? And we could just go from there. So, thank you so much. And then even with your brand, which clearly we are going to get into about talking about, I am so. So, like, it's crazy. Girl, I be sitting there doing calculations on your own shit. Like, okay, well, her reach and engagement is phenomenal. And I need to know girl, what the angle is that girl, gets that. Girl. That's God. Because I'm like, it really you, is. You really have a brand that is. Uh, let's just start from the beginning because I'm about to get to question seven. I'm <laughs> like, done. Let's just start. I'm done. From thing one. But no, even in terms of it, like watching your transformation, like when I met you, you were engaged. You were like PR on like a ton of different brands. Mm. We clearly were coworkers. And then it's like, I opened my eyes and I'm like, good Lord, she got her whole mom brand. Girl. You got married. You moved to New York. All these different stages and steps happen. So it's just like, you know, how do you balance that all? To be honest with you, 
for a long time after moving. Well, first after getting married and then moving and then having a kid all, I feel like it felt like in one year, but it was really in two years. All I had was to focus on what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So the balance actually wasn't really there. My husband was working nonstop. Right. I got fired from my job because I was pregnant. So it led me to no other place than to start a brand only because I poured in a lot of my hurt just to to give a better synopsis of what has really transpired Mm -hmm. for that first few months before I started with Love Trish and the Mom and Meetup stuff. um, I, after leaving the job that we were both at, Mm -hmm. PR was like my number one thing. I already had a YouTube platform where it was mainly about like finding your passion and being a millennial black woman trying to get through corporate America, white corporate America, um, and just being transparent about all of the the really terrible situations that we'd yeah. find ourselves in. It, it would make us feel like we're less than. Imposter syndrome. Exactly. You Imposter syndrome. Out. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, luckily for us, we were in a black environment mm-hmm. at our job. But then I had to leave to New York because my husband got an opportunity in New York after he graduated from getting his MBA. So I'm like, okay, boom. Like, I got to get out of this whole only African-American consumer mindset, Um, like working with brands from the African-American perspective. I I wanted to go into general market. I wanted to work with a larger scale of consumers but also still have that same strategy of of knowing what our African-American consumer wants. Right. Um, and being a voice for that. Exactly. Exactly. Being in the room so that stupid shit doesn't happen for people like, for companies like Pepsi and like, right. So all of that. So, so I'm thinking this because is what I'm going to turn for. a protest to a party. Hello. Bitch. I'm just saying. Hello. I'm just saying. And I still, I don't, the PR person we need to be talking to. Girl. Was Bob Marley's grandson. Cause I don't know how he's got everything went to bruh, Kendall. And he's. He Bruh. took his ass back to Kingston and was like, like you know what? I'm Look, a, no. I got nothing to do with this. Listen. So no. I was like, okay, I need to find a job. So I started a, a YouTube series um, from my platform. Like, okay, like you guys are going to go on this trip with me looking for a job mm-hmm. in New York. Like, so you guys are going to see the tips that I use, you know, like the, the review of the interview, um, what worked, what didn't work what was on my resume, how I got jobs or how I got interviews. And interesting part is I finally got a job. But at that time, I knew I was pregnant. I knew the whole time that I was pregnant. I didn't tell anyone else. It wasn't public information. But I was like, I'm not going to let this pregnancy stop me. Just season Beyonce to the world. You know right. what I'm saying? Shouldn't stop you from doing anything. So, it's a beautiful experience, but we have proven as a species that we can... Pick Hello. up Chuck Corn and no, be pregnant. So no one knew, and I didn't feel like it, I needed to tell anybody as, as I'm interviewing, like, hey, I'm pregnant. Like, I, I, that's right. not the part of the conversation. You're asking to learn more about my background, so I'm going to give you that and give you how I can, I can give 
all brands results, you mm-hmm. know, and that's all that mattered. And so eventually I had to find a way after I got hired, I had to find a way to share that I was pregnant. And so I finally did exactly what everyone tells you to do. What do you do? Go to HR. HR, I'm pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Tell HR. HR tells you, go to your manager, tell your manager. My manager, I had two. I had two managers. It's almost like where we used to work. Right. You have like account supervisor and then you have VP. You know what I'm saying? So I go to the account supervisor. I talk to her, tell her. She's like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you, blah, blah. And she goes, now it's time for you to tell the VP. And I was just <laughs> like, hmm, that's, that's a little strange. I'm like, but... That's who you I ladder thought, up to. No, right. I was like, wouldn't you? In my head, I'm like, wouldn't you tell? But I'm like, eh, it shouldn't be that picky. It shouldn't be that, you know, big of a deal. Right. A big of a decision to figure out who's going to tell who. Like, we all know. So at some point, the VP needs to know. Like, if she doesn't know in the next week, one of you have to tell her if it's not me. I'm like, because, what do you want me to do? Tag her in the announcement bro, video? Bro. <laughs> I was literally, I mean, I get it. In, in the perfect world, you tell the VP. The VP says, okay, it's fine. But like all VPs who are in very well, well, um, successful agencies, they're traveling. They're not, she actually had twins who were around two, the age of two. So she'd be working from home a lot. So she, I never saw her. So I was like, well, I'm never going to see her. And so months will go by at this point I'm showing. And there was an event that I had to be at to support my brand at the time that I was the client that I was working with. I go to the event and I'm showing and the whole agency is there. This, the CEO was there of the agency. So she's like, oh my God, she shouldn't be on her feet. Everyone starts freaking out. Oh my God, this is so great. Blah, blah, blah. Mind you, VP still doesn't know. I'm, so I'm like, well, the VP doesn't know. Like, I, to me, I should be telling the VP to her face. I shouldn't right. have to, hey, by the way, I'm pregnant. Like, how do you have that conversation? It's better to have a conversation face-to-face. And it also speaks to, like, just overall the structure of the company you were working at. Like, why isn't there something to make? It's not the easiest conversation, and it's not because people intentionally are trying to be assholes. But let's be real. This is a, a job based on productivity. Bruh. And you are going to be out of commission Bruh. for the reason we hired you for a month. So how about we make this as efficient and effective for all, all parties and not Up put and unnecessary down. Pre- or pressure and stress exactly. on a pregnant woman? Bruh. Bruh. Someone should be like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. We got this moving forward. Mind you, CEO is a woman. We are filled. The VP has two-year-olds. Has two-year-olds. Just had twins. Twins, okay? So I'm sitting here. I'm thinking this is the best situation God put me in. You know, I have. They'll get it. Okay? They'll get it, right? White women. They'll get it. Ah! Whatever. So I'm like, all right, okay, cool. Um, We all get together at some point because my VP, the VP asked me to come in to have a meeting with her. So I'm like, okay, we have this meeting. She sits down, and girl, she starts screaming at me, screaming, talking about how terrible it was that I didn't get to tell her how bad she looked, how bad I made her look, how, how it made me look, and how I'm just showing signs of miscommunication, and that this was just, just terrible. Like, and it was, it was a VP there, 
And it was the account supervisor there who was my direct report. So I was like, so nobody wanted to tell the VP? Nobody. So I'm sitting here pregnant showing and you're screaming at me and your mom, this girl isn't, but your mom, you just had kids and you're screaming at me because I didn't tell you. But yet I told HR and yet I told the account supervisor, but you're never here. That doesn't make sense. Like none of that. So I'm sitting here like, I don't think that this should be a reason why I should be getting yelled at. Um, it's a simp- It's so simple. Someone could have let you know. Your CEO shouldn't have been the one telling you. Why, had, why, why aren't you yelling at your account supervisor? Why aren't you yelling at HR? Why have they missed the ball here? They missed the ball here, in my because opinion. Because I'm like, I can go to any search engine platform Bruh. and best practices are that in situations like this, mind you, it's already fucked up that a best practice would be as a protection because how many times has the data now shown Bruh. that pregnant women aren't protected? Bruh. But best practices say to go oh, yeah. to the to go to the actual um, HR department. Bruh. That, I, my job should be done the moment I go to HR. It's done. It's finished. At that point, I was like, okay, something's up. Like this is a little strange. I've been um, like, well, I'll tell you what, girl. I'll ask E to the E to that O and C. I'm done. What I did incorrectly, and then I'll come back to I'm you and apologize. Done. So I was like. Okay, girl, after she yelled at me, she said, now that we got that out the way, congratulations on your pregnancy. And, you know, I didn't try to make you cry. At this point, I'm bawling. I'm bawling. I'm I'm bawling. They're drinking black tears at this point. I am bawling. I'm like, even if it's not hormonal, this is a lot. I didn't expect you. You called me in for to scream at me. Like, I literally was like, I don't even know. So anyway. At that point, this is important because this is where the shift happens. At that point, I strangely get moved. Like you know, Joy, my expertise is in public relations. Right. They've moved me to influencer relations. (laughs) At this point, I'm not under my account supervisor. I'm under the account supervisor for influencer relations. So influencer relations, for anyone who doesn't know, you're working with influencers and being the liaison between a brand and an influencer. Right. Okay. So I'm talking this to influencers. Be up in perpetuity. Okay. This exactly. What, exactly. Yeah. This is your rates. Okay. So this is how we can negotiate. Or this is, I'm going to look at your blog. I'm going to edit them if we're sponsoring, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I do not work in influence relations. Okay. Um, but they were like, shouldn't be that hard. Girl. God works in mysterious ways because I was working with mommy influencers. Mommy influencers. All of them were moms. So I'm like, I do not know anything about this. I do not care about anything about this. PR is my specialty. When can I flex my PR muscle? It right. seems like I can't hear. You're not giving me the opportunity here. But whatever. I'm just going to do my job. I'm going to type, type away because I'm pregnant. I'm not trying to make... I already started problems here. So I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to do what you say. And we're going to keep it moving. So I'm obviously not good at the job. I'm not good at it. Like, yeah. I'm not. And the, the supervisor that I had, everyone hates. Like, you know... So it was ugly, a setup, white woman. To be honest. Young, ugly white woman. So oh. you're not going to like me. I mean, I'm very clear. Like, your attitude matches exactly how you look. 
Because if your attitude was different, you'd be beautiful regardless of, regardless of the details. You'd be beautiful. That's how I see it. Your personality Your personality matches, matches bruh. And she looked like trash. And she, her attitude, it's her attitude that was seeping out. And it was like, ooh, you're mad. So I can't even talk to you that often. My hair can't be looking too great because you might feel some type of way. She's like that type. You know what I'm saying? Oh, see, that's the... Th- Look, nasty. Just nice. Just nasty. So anyways, um, I work with her, whatever. Long story short, I start having complications in my pregnancy. And I had to work from home. Well, they are very accepting on paper of working from home environment, you know, everyone wants to do that, but no one's really about that life. So by the time three months hit, they called me and they said, um, you're, you're fired. Like your 90 days is up. We evaluated you in your 90 days and it just wasn't working out. And so I'm sorry about that. I'd have been like, I want every single competency that I did not get and have. And you know what's so crazy? It got so nuts that Every day, I had to send a report on everything that I was working on. Oh, I'm do- yeah, girl. Every single thing I was working on, my progress, where I'm at every single day in the morning, I had to CC every team I was on. That's basically the whole agency. So I am now being like... Targeted. Yes. And humiliated. Like, it was just humiliating <laughs> that I had to be micromanaged on that level because they did not they just they wanted to boot me out the moment they found out I was pregnant yeah so I got fired and at that point that was that was when I turned to Instagram to be like oh no baby we about to talk about this Mm -hmm. and from one YouTube video talking about it I then started to just be more vocal about being pregnant being a becoming a mother a black mother women's rights Pregnant women's rights, black women's rights, and um, shared my journey through motherhood from there. Yeah. And first off, number one, I am horrified that you had to go through that. I think what's so messed up is too many of us have the same story in the aspect of like being really abused and disrespected by white women. It's crazy. When they're supposed to be allies, and I crazy. say this all the time, I'm like, they be on they Cersei shit. Like, it's Bruh. a Game of Thrones episode. Bruh. I'm like, have you mediocre, Bruh. mad, and messy? Bruh. Like, it's how does crazy. This, work? this is a twin. She has twin kids. Twins. That Twins. Means, and that's Came with thing. her nanny one day with her kids for Halloween. Like, Oh, Great options for you, girl. Because I'm like, that, that nanny for me was called my mama. And I literally was thinking, we do not. I thought that we That level of parenthood can't. is not available in the majority of my community. Bruh. But go for, And even then, Claire was partnered still to bruh. care. So <laughs> bruh, bruh. I saw no nannies in, in Heathcliff's home. Um, but that's mm. the thing. I just, I think, though, it's really beautiful in the sense of, like, sometimes on the other side of fear... Or what you think is like what is going to break you. You right. to finally step out and right. do it. Like there totally was no coincidence that you were, even if you had the manager from hell, which right. Lord knows we have all had Bruh. those. Yeah. But you still were able to network. Yes. Like you can fire me all you want. You can't take the, e- the at email I got. Bruh. So, okay. Thank you, sis. It's so crazy because I was working one day. 
I thought this would mommy being a mommy influencer or influencing other black women who are pregnant or who are trying to get pregnant or married or anything like that was possible because there was one mom that I had a I had a um, we started working with for our client and she specifically emailed me the day that one of her assignments were supposed to be due. And she said, um, wrapping up the assignment right now, I just had our baby. Oh. And I'm like, wait, you're like in the hospital? Like, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I ju- literally just had her, like, and typing this email to you at the same time. And I was like, this is insane. Right. But her content is so good. And I wanted to be a version of her, but she is that f- she is that for white women. Mm-hmm. Her name is Caitlin Cruz. Okay, cool. And I think it's called Mama Notes. I think hers is called the Mama Notes. Let's see. Um, yeah, her her Instagram is the Mama Notes, and she is everything for white women. I mean, black women follow her too, but I feel like there aren't that many mommy influencers that can be, um, like represent black mothers like she does so well right so well so that's when i was like okay i could see that being that for me like you definitely like you truly are on that path don't get me wrong like i love how stylish carter is you know right and i I think that's adorable but i think sometimes it's like the majority of the the pages that i see is like it's either solely style focused um whereas like when i look at white women influencers who are in that space it's like more so holistic in terms yeah. of every aspect of their life right. and what's going on. Right, so right, right. One day they can be sitting here, you know, oh my God, look at my new pram that matches the shoes. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's like the next day they're talking about mental health and how like... Yes, pe- and, yes. And that's so the versatile. One pe- right, and that's the one piece that I feel like in our community you either have to be super woke yep. or you got to be super trendy. Yep. You know, yep. name your baby Dior. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like, Blanket. I don't know. Like, at, at this point, identity. No, yes, exactly. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm sorry. That's I'm so, saying. A, no, no, nothing wrong with them. Nothing divinity. wrong with them. But I, you know, I do see that trend a lot on Instagram. And so I'm really happy that you're stepping into that. And, and at the end of the day, like, these are jobs. Right. You know, and I think it's very telling you know when people are threatened by you just being great but I think also the one thing that I really have just kind of gotten into my head my greatness will not be impacted by your small-mindedness ain't shit about me that's insufficient ain't shit about me that is you know not golden and magical I know what the fuck I'm doing you don't have to respect it but but also at the same time I've learned like you don't have to fight every battle and still win. You no, can do right, whatever. I'm right. not good. I have had worse shit happen to me than you telling me like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, I think you're amazing. Right. Did exactly. You exactly. <laughs> Joy, you're Because so if you did, you wouldn't be talking all this no, shit. No, no, seriously. You know the crazy thing, Joy? I always say this. After having a child, like I, I'm amazed by, like you remind me right now. When I look at you and I hear you, you remind me of me before Carter. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like the confidence, it's like seeping. This is amazing right now. And I'm like crouching because after I had Carter, I feel like the series of events that happened before him, I lost. That is literally what I wanted to ask you. I lost it. Mm -hmm. And I think 
it's the most humbling experience because going back to your questions about balance, I don't, I don't know how to answer that question very well because I feel like... And if you feel you're not there yet. No, like, it's not even uh, that. It's okay. not even that. I think that like this is all I have now. So it's like mm-hmm. this is... Balance, if I am balancing anything, it's like how to wash my child's ass and my ass at the same time. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like how exactly am... My, my life has turned into being a mother and wife right and it's crippling to hear because the old me is kind of like girl but you said you were about to be you know the pr whatever you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and it, it shifted my passion is not that anymore so like what my passion is now being a mother and wife i just put it all out on the table on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally just, I literally am just recording it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very, very real. So like, I feel like if I were to balance anything, eventually it may be, I don't know, maybe like working out too. I don't know. I mean, to me, I feel like, you just always have to find those happy, the pockets, right? Right. Because I'm like, and, you know, I'm speaking from a place of, like, I'm not married. I, or not married yet. Yeah. I don't, like, mm-hmm. have a, fa- a family in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you, it's always hard as a woman trying to juggle mm. everything. Yeah. You know? And then it's it's never, like, Girl. we really get a break as a black woman. It just intensifies. Or it's like, it intensifies, yeah. Oh, now you got to level up all yeah, the juggling. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, add in a workout. Like, girl, right. do something. I mean, I, I like, haven't even right. combed my hair no, in three see, days. No. Like, what? I mean, what are you I'm just saying. About? Seriously, I walk around in pigtails every day. <laughs> every day. That's it. They're like, how's your hair growing? And I'm like, because I just I don't literally have time to touch it. braid out. Like, literally, and put it back in a butt. And then I'm going to braid it back when I get home. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very, um, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. It's very humbling. And to be honest, as much as it seems like the strategy, the strategy is no strategy at all. It's very like... But that transparency is what... Like right. not even being funny. Like right. there's a girl right now or a woman right now pulling her hair out because she hasn't been able to wash for two Absolutely. days. Absolutely. Because she has a newborn. No, that's very true. That's very true. That is colicky Bruh. and won't go to sleep. I'm you know, saying so. that's true. And I think that's what it really was. It's like... I want to be the voice that no one has heard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm tired. And I've always been that type. I've always been very outspoken about things that people are afraid to talk about, mainly so that I feel like I'm not crazy. I'm like, I, I live off of the comments. I live off of the community. Right. And I think that is where the brand kind of sticks and stays true. You know what I'm saying? Because people are like, bruh, I literally, I I know I don't share it on Instagram, but like I smell like dank right now because I haven't moved off. My baby hasn't moved off of my boob. Like my husband is like working all day and it's crazy. And and, And I say this very lightly, but I mean it. I'm just like, I can't wait till everyone who wants to have babies and who wants to get married gets married and because ha- you get what you want right so when you get it you're gonna be like bruh oh, God. <laughs> like, this is this is not what is, the me and somebody's no, son ig page looks bruh, like i'm tired of the me and somebody's son i'm gonna okay. tell you that right now i'm tired of it <laughs> when i said i'm like no couple me and somebody's son in the half i want 
the me and somebody son where she giving him the vet fingers from baby I'm, boy. Exactly. I want that me and somebody son. I want the one where it's like, I literally put two peas on this nigga's plate and half a chicken strip because he I'm made done. me mad. I'm and I ate a full dinner but with I'm our done. tribe. <laughs> like, I want no, that No, I'm, I'm telling you, if you ask my mama tribe, they're like, Oh, guess who didn't eat today? My husband. That's just what it is. He didn't he didn't do his part. I'm not doing mine. I mean, these are just reality. Not saying that this is like the best way, you know what I mean, to but live your life. True. But these are true things that happen. But people are like, oh my God, do that. You don't lose your man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's afraid to talk about the realities of it. And although this sounds very depressing, for those of you who are not married or don't have kids, don't be afraid, okay? okay. Don't let this scare you. This is just... The reality of what it is, and I and I, my confidence shows in a different way. I think it shows in being vulnerable and being transparent, and then doing something about it. Like right. you know, like I think that there's beauty in that. I, I think, and there's strength in that. Trish. Right, like, strength. Yeah, you I use the so. term humbling, right? And right. it is. And one aspect is just like the hum- the humbling comes from. How did my mama do this? Or it's like right, 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 you right, start right. to, you know, look at your womanhood in a different right. way. Yes. You really start to pull from, okay, what was I raised on that I can now bring to the table of my current what, relationship? Yes, yeah. But it's also amazing just in terms of like the, that strength that you see on the other side. Like, right. I still fall apart with cramps. I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to now push a child out. But we're going to get there when we get there. Right. You know? And right. I think that's something where, yes, you're still learning. But that's even a, a you know a question that I have for you with you truly being transparent because I feel like your husband has always been like just so even keel, yeah, very yes, chill, God. yeah, and you you know are super bubbly person. Right. And I was even going through your page and I saw you, <laughs> it was so adorable. And I'm like, I know one of them mad. Right. <laughs> it was, it was like, how do you keep the spice alive when right. there's a whole baby right. in the middle? <laughs> And you just got to look over at the other side right, and think right. nasty thoughts to your right. man. It's like nothing can happen. I love him for that. <laughs> but how how do you, or, and not necessarily the balance, right? No, yeah. But what are some, well, I guess I would defeat the purpose. No, but how do you keep some things to yourself when it's just like, okay, this is staying within the White House. Right, right. Versus yes. this is something I feel compelled that can help my, truly help the community that Absolutely. follows me. Yes, that's a great question. So I have, in the beginning, I wasn't so great at that um, because I was so loyal to just not sounding crazy and I wanted to be transparent so that someone says me too. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel better. And so um, after making that mistake, um, I had to sit down with my husband to kind of get a better understanding of what he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I think from there we were able to work together. But for me personally, he gave me such a huge uh, space to kind of dabble in whatever I want. He's just like, just as long as you don't talk about my family or you don't talk about like, you know, that's it. Like he's like, or we don't, you know, is that's really it He's or two just, seconds after the argument right, right no i gotta see how you really right, felt exactly through exactly. our ig story exactly i mean that he didn't even say okay. he was just like just don't talk about things that are so personal that it would hurt you right. or hurt me and i think he knows that it's so important for me to be transparent but also protect my relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't talk about things that, like you say, are are like 
fresh out the kitchen or actively it, actively happening mm-hmm. i talk about them when we, they are resolved once the storm is over exactly you get the cliff notes of how absolutely we got and that. i'm like y'all didn't see me last week because and you know what i'm saying and yes. it's more so like or if it's not that it's like guess what happened but this is how we resolved it um and even then it's very general and but it's more so um my husband does see him. It's like, oh, look at you. Like, he'll say funny things like, oh, am I, am I going to find it on Instagram? I'm like, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? So we don't know. He might. That's what keeps his mind. He's like, I'm going to smack you. But for him, I think, I also think, I wouldn't say to do this for every relationship because I do think that. I think that's also, babe, not even kind of, because no. that's you and your yeah. man's relationship. I feel like with Corey, he, my husband's name is Corey. He see, I didn't even say that. I was right. like, <laughs> no, he's no, he gets it because because you know you do the thing where you're like, do you not want to be mentioned at all? I mean, right. you could just have no face, no name, and he's like, I'll get uh, you get a, a Hirachi, right. Right. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh no, I'm here, I'm present. Let's not, don't pay, don't play. I want people to see Ricardo got right. this amazing right. chocolate complexion. No, he's like, don't play with me. Okay, right. I'm still here, but um, I think for Corey, he is. He's so supportive, but mm-hmm. also he don't let the small things sweat him for real. And he also knows that I'm trying to ma- I'm trying to manage through how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Listen, your intentions are never to be ill towards me. I'm not gonna be like, look at this nigga, look at him. It's really, I mean, really, he doesn't. I know it sounds stupid, but he really doesn't do anything that makes me right. do that." Um, cause let me tell you, if me and my husband did not have a healthy relationship, I wouldn't be doing, doing any of this. None of it. They can't. Like, uh, oh my God. It, it will can not be we, anywhere to be talked oh, about. That literally <laughs> drives Girl. me insane because I know this sounds crazy and people are very hypersensitive about yeah. social media, but then at the same time, people don't take social media as serious as I think you should. Right, right. I know I'm never probably going to talk to every 8,277 exactly. people that mm-hmm. are following yes, me right now, or right. whatever that count right, gets to. Right. But as long as I see a number on that page, I don't give a fuck who I'm talking exactly. to. You should always have a level of truth and honesty, yes. and not a matter it's- of... Let me tell people I'm healed from this and I'm not healed from it. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm literally having a fucking mental breakdown per- privately. Mm-hmm. But I look like I just conquered some shit. I, I really cannot hate that. stand that. No, I really that. don't like that. Oh, it drives me. And mad. it's also because I feel like that was the whole point of with love of not just with love Trish, but with Mama Meetup. It's to be like, and my my strategy as far because I also do I do social media strategy and PR. Branding. So a part of what I do is it's not strategic, but it's just in my blood to be strategic. So it comes off naturally. I'm not trying to like brag or anything, but really I'm just like, this is how social media should be work. So my pictures on Instagram are mainly, and this is for anyone who wants to start a brand or anything like that. And as far as like a mama, and paper kids. a mama, a mama kind of inspiration influencer type of thing, my pictures are like you would think I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. My captions say that I'm not, and my Insta stories confirm that I'm not. Right. So I don't. My hair is never done. 
on Instagram. And it's not like, oh, let me mess up my hair so that I look. No, it's like, this is real life. I just woke up in the morning, crust in my eye, and I have a baby on my hip while I'm trying to cook on the other hand. So I, I, I kind of like to keep that type of strategy when it comes to social so that I still have the aesthetically pleasing look through right. my feed, but I'm gaining, I'm keeping my community engaged because it's all relatable. You right. know what I'm saying? And the Instagram live kind of ties it up because I do Instagram lives every Wednesday at 4 p.m. CST and I co-host with the community that I've built and we all share what's been going on this week. And it's like last week, for instance, we had a subject and I love talking about marriage. Mm hmm. Um, for new parents or old parents, it doesn't matter. And the question is, has your marriage changed since after having kids? And um, this is another version of what I did before. So this is more so of a check-in. And people came in. And if anyone else were to come in to listen who, who have not been married or had kids yet, you'd be like, this is petty. You sitting here yelling at your man because he didn't wash the dishes or pick up his shoes or something like that. To the point, no, people are like, literally to the point, Joy, literally like, I'm thinking about leaving him. Like, actually, like, it sounds crazy, right? It's not crazy. It's not crazy. Because the problem, what, so I brought a, a mama friend of mine um, through the mom meetup. Her name is Son of Belly on Instagram. At Son of Belly on Instagram. She's, she's a counselor. And she shared that we are triggered in marriage after having kids because your kids remind you of childhood trauma. Yes. I say yes. Bruh. Go. So okay. at that point, you're like, him not picking up his shoes or not washing the dishes or reminds not helping me out when I got the shit slapped out of Bruh. me for a mistake. Or <laughs> reminds you of... Your father mm -hmm. not picking up after himself and watching your mom work day and night being maid and wife or it and wasn't mama. evenly yoked. You see what and I'm saying? You saw how it broke There's so everybody many, down. There's so many dimensions to it that triggers you. And it sounds crazy, but the whole point is to unpack that through counseling or through something like a mama meetup where you do self-talk. So yeah. um, it sounds crazy to everybody else, but we unpack it in a way that's like not, we're not just venting and talking crap about it. We're trying to find solutions. Like, okay, now that we let it all off our chest, how do we fix this? How do we become more effective? How do we effectively communicate with our spouses for a better marriage? And I think you hit it on the head though. And that was even something that I had wanted to ask you is just like the importance of try, because I may not be married yet, but I do know this bad counsel is bad counsel. Period. You can get bad counsel from a single bitch. You can be, right. get bad counsel from someone who's been married for 60 years. Right. That right. may not be the type of relationship that you're trying to build out or the person that you're trying to become. Mm -hmm. So I am always very big on saying like, Oh, tribe is important. Synergy and sisterhood is amazing, but I'm not going to be in no fucking synergy or sisterhood of Jezebel's. That's yes, just ain't about to exactly, happen. Like, exactly. I will sit in a corner and look like the bitch from the Absolutely. ring before I do that. <laughs> like, I'm so crazy. Okay. Absolutely. But I think that's why it's so important of why you were saying, like, you are with women trying to find solutions. Right. You're not right. in a situation where you are with women that are trying right. to break. One All another of the down. women, and mind you, I don't have just moms and wives. I have women who are not married, right. who are single, but are still very much in a part of the conversation. And it's great. It's beautiful. But I, like you said, 
I think that even if there were women who were Jezebels and like out here, just not people you really want to be friends with in real life, there's a part of them who is drawn to the mama meetup because of these conversations that bring something out of them. And so on Instagram, I see you as not so much of a counselor, but someone who can relate or understand me. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't know that you were out here doing all this crazy. I almost, in a way, I, I feel that Mama Meetup changes people in a way, like yeah. transform transforms people's I like uh, perspectives. And but at the same time, um, I feel that our spirit doesn't deter us. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What I feel doesn't deter us. So even after the Mama Meetup, there are people that I've met who are strangers who I have serious connections with. Who I talk about, I talk to them about stuff with my marriage, their marriage, like Mm -hmm. real stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the connections get a lot deeper. Like they just get so much deeper. And we need that. Women women cannot do motherhood alone. They can't. And and the way the modern day mom is set up is to do it alone and to make it seem like she does it well alone. And that's just not not true. There's a reason why one of the oldest, it takes a village. Like you, you really do need that in the support, especially when like, for particularly black women like yes every woman when you have life inside of you your hormones are shifting constantly like when you're now bringing in that biology into like the the emotions of it postpartum how long it takes you to bounce back how the first time you that could have been two weeks for all you know the second time around third time can be much longer like every pregnancy is different different. so now you got to take that into consideration What child am I bringing into the world? Are right. they going to be sitting in their house eating ice cream, get right. shot? Like, just all this extra shit that gets compounded on, I feel, black motherhood, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like, you do need that support system. You do need the husband that understands right. you. You do need the parents that are like, you know what, babe? Take a nap. Right. Grandma has it. Yes, like, yes, yes, yeah. It's cool. Have your moment. Right. And you also need that. I love Jesus. Yes. <laughs> But sometimes I need to talk to someone who's going to talk to, back to me. Back to me. Like, yeah, period. Christ and his silent answer. Right. Sometimes I need that Ooh. once a like, month. Like, you know what? I just need something to hold me over, please. Right. I'll read like, the scripture right. as well as talk to the exactly. therapist. Exactly. And so I think that's, like, super important. Even though, okay, so here's, you know, just even wrapping up or thinking about, like, something that I have wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. When you are looking at, you know, things that Trish really loves, that Trish enjoys, are there moments where you're just like court mm. an hour i'm getting this dr teals oh yeah epsom salt baths oh yeah and i'm gonna watch several episodes of living single oh yeah and you and Carter <laughs> about to do your own thing oh okay so Ab- <laughs> you know what i almost think the best part is to let your spouse know about maybe mm, 24 hours in advance and say not ask but say i have an appointment at noon and I'll be out for four hours. And that's just what's going to happen today. That's what's going to happen. So you're going to learn to play 2K in a whole different way. (laughs) Listen, I mean, you're, listen. And you know what else it is? It's like, my husband's so dependent on me at times that you see your husband, all the confidence in him kind of goes away because he sees you do it so well. He's like, there's no way I could do it like you. Mm-hmm. So no, be here. No, please do what you did before. I don't know. And I'm like, you can do it. I'm about to tag you in the you episode of A Different World where we come back to the house. <laughs> and Dwight's like, 
You were gone. She was like, I was only gone for a little bit. He was like, you were gone for four hours <laughs> with me. me. I didn't that's know what to me. do. I almost sold the house. No, burned that's, my what, that's, that's Corey. And you know what I love about him? He won't text me. He Look, the house can be burning down. I won't know. I can come home and the, he just, look, not showered. Carter's not showered. He's just sitting He's like, listen, I just did what I could until you got him. I'm like, that's fine, baby. That's fine. Thank you. That's fine. <laughs> that was great. But that's actually communication. And then you actually had hit on that earlier. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about it as well. When you were trying to balance that whole thing of like, am I, you know, telling too much of the house secrets? Right, are we right. like, are there things we need to level set on? And he was just like, calmly. Right. <laughs> but we're going to have a conversation about yes, this. Yes. And yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, Especially when we deal with, you know, all the trauma, not only on a macro level with Mm -hmm. our community, but then like we were just talking about like our own childhood trauma that we're, we're always, our adulthood is spent trying to undo the shit we saw as children and and Uh trying to be better for that next generation, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes we do get crippled by the fear of like, I am not doing this to my child. Like I'd rather die than like have somebody else go through these type of, you know, emotions and waves. But I think it's great that when you you have your match you know because and i again not judging anybody's relationship no right no but mm-hmm. what i see a lot of is especially in this social media world where it's so lucrative people have really just found a way to finesse shit where it's like you selling me a, a facade mm. or the house on the outside look great ain't no furniture in it. right are you selling me this grand lifestyle and sis you broke mm-hmm. but you just turned up in this club and right rally north I carolina i can't or you me and my man we just got through we went to ibiza right and i'm just right. like then two weeks later doing this quietly we've decided to right exactly like, it's like, keep the same energy sis. i'm done because <laughs> you was titanic right. with your arms open <laughs> two oh weeks ago God. and now you at the top of the mountain talking no. about the ship going down right. like what's happening <laughs> you are so funny <laughs> i swear oh my god but yes. i think that's the thing like just really knowing who you are and being okay with that yeah. because it is so tempting to just follow the same form it's not a hard formula to fake it, it. but to be honest i i'm at an i'm at an point in my life where i can't take that right like, I, I can't because i already feel alone and and going and and acting like everything is okay all the time will only make me feel like it's really not okay exactly like i'm too impulsive for that like i'd be like ah, i've been lying this whole time like i'm just <laughs> something's gonna come out you accepting your damn cleo I award can't, like i can't, I can't I, even I, take I, this I me and I this can't. nigga been beefing for three months <laughs> i'm <laughs> done <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. I can't stand his ass. You over here pulling I'm a Garbrook. I can't accept this American <laughs> Music Award. Michael deserved it. I'm done. Seriously, seriously. What if we lived in a world of that Bruh. type of true? Bruh. Bruh. No, I no, I literally am like, I mean, I don't I don't straight up say like I'm mad at Corey today, but I'm no. more so like well, first of all, I don't really talk about Corey that often unless it's about marriage. Mm-hmm. He's not even on my stories. That's another balance. It's like, I'm not about to put him on my stories every day, but I will talk about things that are helpful. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and, and create like a conversation about it. Um, but I'm not about to, we have to, because everyone goes through it in marriage. Everyone talks to me about it in DMs. Like everybody, I'm just like, bro, let's just 
talk about it because if we don't talk about it, a lot of other women think that marriage is something that it's not. And that's how you have like the divorce rate going up so fast because mm-hmm. honestly, it's honestly because of Instagram. Chrisette Michelle, I would because you know I love a good trash moment, so gossip <laughs> is a go-to of mine. But mm-hmm. literally, the title of the story, Chrisette, she's getting divorced, and she says she got married because she wanted to try adulting. And I think that even as sad as that is to say, I think that's actually a really powerful statement because I think that's what a lot of people, no matter what generation, right? Think about it. And it was, I don't want to say it was worse, but there's always been that thread just in a different tactic, right? Our grandparents, you know, well, we got married out of high school and then we did this. I'm like, but did you want to stay in it? Like, were you happy in it? Right, right. Did you just suffer generation before us? Right. So different. Or, you know, and it's, or the same thing, our parents and maybe the divorce rate started going up then. But the thing is, a lot of times people use marriage as an escape for themselves. And I'm like, you can't. Two people bringing baggage Bruh. to the situation just gonna make for a fucking plane to go down. Will Smith said the, the best thing. It's like, um, as much as marriage is a relationship commitment, it really is a singular commitment to yourself that you are gonna use your marriage to develop yourself. Right. Marriage demands that you be the best version of you or it ain't going to work. Jada and I realized that we were on individual journeys. We were both trying to force a marriage when actually, you know, if, if you know, you think of us in terms of a seed and soil. Are, are they married? Right. Is a seed. It's not married to the soil. It's just growing together, both doing what they were designed to do to get to that space where you're not complaining and worrying and demanding that a person be a certain thing to to um, uh, sort of satiate your ego deficiencies. You know, you're not demanding that somebody be a certain thing so you feel better about yourself. You're not-, not demanding that Bruh. you be a certain thing so that somebody can feel better Bruh. about themselves. And Bruh. that's the thing. Using somebody else for your own adulting Bruh. isn't going to change it or make that situation better. Woo! And, and even me, like when I think about dating or the things that like I'm looking for right now, it's not, I'm not looking, I just want to be completed. Right. I say that all the time. And I honestly think another aspect of that, Eartha Kid says it best. Like, I know everyone loves that compromise, you know, video where she is hysterical. Oh, laughing yes, at right. That shit. Compromise. But every, right. I think everyone forgets the end of that video. Mm. And what she says is she was like, I fall in love with myself. Every day, and I want someone to share it with. Everyone gets stuck on the first part of it. And don't get me wrong. It's right. a key. Because you it can is. tell this bitch is like, I will be alone before right. I deal with a nigga stressing me out. Yes. But then it's like, oh. the point is to be happy with yourself. Yeah. And to share that with somebody yes. else. Or even when Nipsey Hussle passed and Lauren Girl. London was saying how like... He always used to say, you can't possess people. You yes. can only experience Which them. is why Corey doesn't ever stop me from doing what I want to do. This is what I'm saying. This is exactly what we That's like strength though in himself. That's true. Because a lot of, you know, especially black men, oh man, you know. My, my, this and that. She, yeah, yeah. No, that doesn't, that doesn't mean he's not uncomfortable. Right. He's still, but he's like, like Will said, you can't, for, like, it's like a lot of people try to, force someone to be something that they're not after they get married yeah this is what i want this is what you're supposed to be but it's like no or you became accustomed to something so you're not 
open to evolution within the marriage. Hello? And so it's just like, you were like this when you got married. We got married at 20. I'm 46. Do you, if you want to be married to a 20-year-old, find that exactly. bitch and leave me alone. Yes. Like, and, and, and I'm just... I'm, I'm just so grateful. I mean, uh, I know it sounds crazy. I feel very sappy. But I'm like, he's just letting me figure it out. And, and then you respect him to do that I in respect return. This, listen, listen. It's the best exchange to just be the soil to his seed. It's and now you like, all watch things grow together. And you build something bigger than yourself. And... You get to do it with a fun best friend, right. a sexy best friend, right. a best exactly. friend that got on my nerve today. Bruh. I mean, yeah, it's a, but, but yeah. I mean, eventually, what what I see from Mama Meetup, eventually. Yes, that looks is, right. Where do you want oh, this oh, to Oh, yeah, go? yeah, yeah, of course. I, I mean, right now, I feel like dirt. <laughs> and I don't see it. I see it going places, but I feel so very drained right now. And I feel very, like, I, I see the vision, but I'm like, wonder how it's gonna get there because i don't have the energy to do it mm-hmm. um but i do want this vision so specifically i want mama meetup to turn into a mama meetup um getaway where yes. at like once a year all of the mama meetup tribe comes together and it's like a conference where there's counseling mm-hmm. but there's also women empowerment type of like ways to get you to to get your career off the ground, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Um, I don't have the details for that, but then there's spas, there's like, you know, just no Truly babies. Truly make it holistic. Right, right. You do bring your babies and we will have a babysitting service as well. Um, and then I also want to go around and doing conferences around the world just to be the voice for black mothers. Yeah. Um, or soon to be wives, black wives, black moms, um, and really just be that inspiration, but also reality um, for our people. Looks like, yeah. yeah. I, true, like, girl, I could have, literally, we could have had a whole nother hour I of know. talking to each other. Like, you're one of my favorite people, super encouraging. Yeah. Um, I say this all the time, like, I, it was at our job that I started doing, like, literally one minute video. Yeah. And Trish, truly, like, between you and Jazz, like, yes. she would tell me, and we're at home, be like, okay, do one. And then I go to work, and you'd be like, no, did you do one? Right. I'm, I'm like, like, it's fine. time. We're waiting. Like, Damn. hello. <laughs> exactly. But when You're I tell so you, committed, and it's just beautiful to see. It's thank great. you. Thank you. I think that's something that, um, you know, just when we look at the evolution and journey, it really, mm. I mean, even if there are things that I want to correct or fix, I'm like, but I'm still moving forward. Yeah. And I think whether it's a brand, whether it's your personal life, right. whether it's marriage or motherhood, having that eye on continuing to move forward and become a better version of yourself is truly what matters at the right. end of the day. So let me know. what, And also like... I got Carter like the cutest. Oh my little, god! Like, yes, of course. Did it go crazy on Instagram? I the think. Carter brand, and it was the, it was Carter, the Carter brand. Brands. I think they reached out to me too, girl. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. I forgot. I, where was it? Was it like the only Christopher? Not, it was something that was black related, and I was just oh, like, no, I have it on my Instagram. I'm okay, pull it up. I was it like, says, he looks adorbs. It was I, perfect because oh, she was in New York, so I can like right, actually right. Get oh. him, get him something. It's rooting yes. for everybody black. Okay. Yes. I got him. It, it got, it was lit. Okay. <laughs> His Instagram was lit. Everybody okay? was like, everybody was thirsty off of him. Like, oh. First off, your child. Instagram, he's just the best. 
modeling. I know. I got him signed with, but they don't, they, you know, they're not looking for him. They're not checking for him. So I got to do my own, child. I got to start well, there's reaching out to black these brands really quick. Too many black brands that so you can start. I got to, see, well. this is yeah. the energy I'm talking about I, that I need to put in. Um, start tagging people. Like, so she got followers. Y'all. Right? <laughs> she got followers. I might have to, I might have to find like an assistant or something and start, I have to take myself seriously. I think this year is, I always say that this is the year to take myself seriously. I spent $70 on a damn dry erase board. And I was like, bitch ain't playing. Like, I'm that done. ain't cheap. <laughs> like, For real. We about to write For these real. weekly goals no, down. No, seriously. And keep it moving. So. Yeah. I again love I cannot thank you enough for coming on to my show. Like I truly, truly appreciate it I'm from so the bottom of, of my heart. Thank you, babe. Yes. I am same here. Like whenever you wanna come over, of course have girl. a nice Jump sage up, Carter. moment. Like, we can go to the pancake house. Seriously and eat my life away. Right. That sounds so good. I need it. My mouth is watering. I have been working out. I'm very proud girl, of Girl, I need to start so. working out again. Just do like Chair. I need to do little cute girl. stuff. Yeah, I need to do cute stuff at but home. You were doing those videos. Yeah, I was. I was in pig and terminal. Girl, everything. Look with the braids and, and everything. Felicia, like, she's like, that's cute, girl. Until it's lunchtime. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Food. I know that word. Food. Please. He thanks. start doing this hand right, thing. Right. Like, mm, language. You need the sign language. Is that what you? <laughs> or do I just fall out? Like, right. what level do you want? But um, no, everybody like truly go support this this amazing mom, this amazing black woman. Give them your handle. What is it? Come on. Oh yes, with love Trish, but it's with love underscore Trish and Mama Meetup. Um, it's just a Mama Meetup on every Wednesday on my IG live at four p.m. CST. You can what? join it and be a part of the conversation. Yes, yes, yes. So, so happy to have you on. And then yes. I will hit you all later, guys, for Joy Has Questions. Bye. Well, everybody, it's time for that good old motivational message from your girl Joy Has Questions. And jumping right into it, I think I'm going to be a little bit more transparent than I have in the past couple um, of weeks and to be quite frank, like I really was coming over a hill in terms of going to my first therapy session with my mama. Woo, child the ghetto. Um, it was definitely something that, you know, if you'd have talked to me a couple of years ago, I'd have been completely against doing. Um, I will say that now I'm looking at it differently and that at least I have the blessing of some sort of closure, which is something that a lot of us do not get. So looking at that through different lenses, um, definitely reviewing my situation with a little bit more maturity, a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more understanding. Also, thankfully, having such an amazing therapist and psychologist in my corner, in both of our corners, actually, because even though she started off as just my therapist, um, she definitely is bringing an unbiased uh, perspective to the table. This week's motivational message is... Finding that peace with the truth. And what I mean by that is there are things sometimes that maybe even on a subconscious level we are ignoring or we don't necessarily want to deal with because I feel like maybe in our heart of hearts we know it's not going to be the result or the answer that we would wish or that we would hope for. And even if that is the case, there is still beauty to be had with closure. I think... For the longest, you know, still having that childhood dream in terms of 
maybe for my own situation, you know, the relationship that I want with my mom versus the reality of what is possible based on our own experiences and where we currently are in our life. I don't think I will ever, maybe to a certain extent, not hope that that would have been a different situation. But at the end of the day, I am at least at peace with the fact that I can now move forward with who it is that I want to be and at least try and figure out a way to navigate the relationship with my mom because I understand what it can be. I understand what it can't be. And hopefully even on her end, she understands what it can be and understands what it can't be. And I think that's also the beauty of what boundaries allows us. But having that moment where you finally let go of whatever that childhood want, longing, desire is, and just really come into face the fact that, look, I want this to be this way. It's not going to be this way, but how can I get past it? I think that is really, you know, where I currently am in my situation. And if anyone, you know, who is new to listening to my show, you all know I am very big on therapy. Um, I'm very big on mental health. I'm very big on protecting one's peace. Whatever that situation is that you are currently dealing with, whether it is an amorous relationship, whether it is a professional workspace environment, friendships, uh, even, you know, you truthing with yourself, you know, in my Whitley Gilbert quote and looking in the mirror, whatever the relationship is, be okay with what the answer is you find on the other side. It won't kill you. Like, I'll be honest, like it definitely left me feeling open and vulnerable. But now like taking a step back, really getting to, you know, process it. I'm good. And I'm going to continue to be good. And I'm going to continue to love this life that I'm crafting out and the journey that I'm on and where it is that I'm going within it. So I hope everyone has a marvelous rest of your week. Everyone except 45. You are, I feel like that has turned into the catchphrase. Like everyone do well except him. Okay. That candy corn looking person can just go literally to the cornfield like in the Twilight Zone episode. Um but yeah, a lot of great things happening. I'm already planning for FY20 for Joy Has Questions. Can't wait to share it with all of you all. It's the end of the year. We're in the home stress, baby. It's, it's October, literally about to be November. Let's finish this year off strong. And I will catch y'all on the flip side. Audi. Audi.